John Binet Patricia Ramsey was an American child beauty queen who was killed at the age of six in her, in her family's home in Border, Colorado. A long handwritten note was found in the home. Her father, John, found the girl's body in the basement of their house about seven hours after she had been reported missing. She had sustained a broken skull from a blow to the head and had been strangled. A garret was found tied around her neck. Her autopsy report state, stated that John Binet's official cause of death was asphyxia by strangulation associated with craniocerebral trauma. Her death was ruled a homicide, and the case generated worldwide public and media interest, in part because her mother, Pat Patsy Ramsey, a former beauty queen, had entered John Binet into a series of child beauty pageants. The crime is still considered to be a cold case and remains an open investigation. Boulder police initially suspected that the ransom note had been written by Patsy and that the note and appearance of John Binet's body had been staged by her parents in order to cover up the murder. In 1998, the police and DA said that John Binet's brother, Burke, who was nine years old at the time of the murder, was not a suspect. John Binet's parents gave several televised interviews but resisted police questioning, except on their own term. In October 2013, un unsealed court documents revealed that a 1999 grand jury had recommended filing charges against the Ramseys for permitting the child to be in a threatening situation. John and Patsy, who were also accused of hindering the prosecution of an unidentified person who had committed the crime, crime of murder in the first degree and child abuse resulting in death. However, the DA determined that this was insignificant, that there was insignificant evidence to pursue a successful indictment. The DA's office, the DA's successor took over the investigation of the case from the police and, primary, and primarily pursued the theory that an intruder has committed the killing. In 2003, trace DNA that was taken from the victim's clothes was found to belong to an unknown male. Each of the family's DNA had been excluded from this match. The DA sent the Ramseys a letter of apology in 2008, declaring that the family was completely cleared. By the DNA results, others, including former Boulder Police Chief Mark Beckner, disagreed with ex exonerating the Ramseys, characterizing the DNA as a small piece of evidence that was not proven to have any connection to the crime. In February 2009, the Boulder Police took the case back from the DA and reopened the investigation. National and international media coverage of the case found on John, focused on John Binet's brief beauty pageant career, as well as her parents' wealth and unusual evidence found in the case. The media, re questioned, the media reports questioned how the police handled the situation. Ram Ramsey's family members and their friends had filed defamination suits against, against several media organizations. John Binet Ramsey was born on August 6, 1990 in Atlanta, Georgia, the younger of two children of Patricia Patsy Ramsey, John Bennett Ramsey. She had an older brother named Bert. John Binet's first name combines her father's first and middle names, and her mother's first name was used as her middle name. She was enrolled in kindergarten at High Peaks Elementary School in Boulder, Colorado. John Binet's body was found on December 26, 1996 in her family's Boulder residence. She was buried at St. James Episcopal Pole Cemetery in Marietta, Georgia, on December 31st. John Binet was interred next to her half-sister, Elizabeth Pashk Ramsey, who had died in a car crash five years earlier at age 22. John Ramsey was a businessman who was president of Access Graphics, a computer software company that later became a subdiary of Lockheed Martin. His first marriage ended in divorce in 1978. John's two surviving adult children lived elsewhere. In 1991, John had moved with Patsy, his second wife, and family to Boulder, where Access Graphics headquarters was located. Patsy Ramsey entered John Binet 
and serious in various child beauty pageant competitions. In Boulder, which she had won the titles of American Miss Royal, Little Miss Colorado, Colorado All-State Kids Cover Girl, and nationally, Tiny Miss Beauty. John Benet's active role in the child beauty pageants and Patsy's reported pageant mother behavior were reported by the media after the murder. In summer of 1997, the Ramseys moved to a new home in Atlanta after a summer at their vacation retreat in Michigan. Patsy died of ovarian cancer at age 49 in 2006, and she was interned next to her daughter. According to statements that the pa Patsy gave to the authorities on December 26, 1996, she realized that her daughter was missing after she had found a two-and-a-half handwritten ransom note on the kitchen staircase at the, Ramsey's, at the Ramsey family's Boulder residence. The note demanded 1,180 or 2,300 uh, I don't know, numbers, in, two, in 2021 inflation rates. John pointed out to police that first on the scene that this was nearly identical to his Christmas bonus of the prior year, which suggested that someone who had had access to the information would be involved in the crime. Investigators looked at several theories behind the dollar amount demanded, considering employees at Access Graphics who had known of the um, amount of John's prior bonus. They also considered the possibility that the ransom demand was a reference to Psalm 118 and spoke to religious sources to determine possible re relevance. The ransom note appears to echo film dialogue. The film, the film's ransom, Speed and Dirty Harry have acceptance as sources. The ransom note was unusually long. The FBI told police that it was very unusual for such a note to be handwritten at the crime scene. The police believed the note was stayed because it did not have any fingerprints except for Patsy's and authorities who handled it because it was not included as an unusual and because it included an unusual use of exclamation points and initialisms. The note and a practice draft were written with a pen and notepad from the Ramsey's home. According to the CBI report, there were indications that the author of the ransom note is Patricia Ramsey. However, the evidence fell short of a definitive conclusion. Michael Baden, a board-certified forensic pathologist who was consulted with both sides of the case, said that he has never seen a note like this in his 60 years of experience and that he did not think it was written by an outside stranger. A federal court ruled it highly unlikely that Patsy wrote the note, citing six <laughs> certified handwriting experts. The note demanded the existence of self-proclaimed experts without credential trying to reg their way into the case by accusing Patsy without scientific evidence. The only people known to be in the house of the night of John Bennett John Benet's murder were her immediate family, Patsy and John Ramsey and their son Bert. The ransom note contains specific instructions against contacting police and friends, but Ramsey, Patsy telephoned the police at 5.52 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. She also called her family and friends. Two police officers responded to the 911 call and arrived at the Patsy Ramsey house within three minutes. They conducted a cursory search of the house, but they did not find any source of any sign of forced entry. Officer Rick French went to the basement door, came to a door that was secured with a wooden latch. He paused for a moment in front of the door but walked away without opening it. French later explained that he was looking for an exit route used by the kidnapper, which the closed inside peg ruled out. John Benet's body was later found behind the door. With John Benet still missing, John made arrangements to pay the ransom. A forensics team was dispatched to the house. The team initially believed that the child had been kidnapped and from John Benet's bedroom, which was the only room in the house that was cornered off to prevent contamination of evidence. No precautions were taken to prevent contamination of evidence. No precautions were taken to prevent contamination of evidence in the rest of the house. Meanwhile, friends, victims advocated, and the Ramsey's family minister arrived at the house to show support. Visitors picked up and cleaned surfaces in the kitchen, possibly destroying evidence. Boulder Detective Linda Arnett arrived at about 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time in anticipation of receiving further instructions by the kidnapper, but there was never an attempt by anyone to claim the money. At one Mount Standard Time, Detective Arnett asked John Ramsey uh, in Fleet White, a family friend, to search the house to see if anything seemed amiss. We started search 
their search in the basement. John opened the lodge door, which Officer French has overlooked, and found his daughter's body in one of the rooms. Jean Benet's mouth was covered with duct tape. A nylon cord was found around her wrists and neck, and her torso was covered with a white blanket. John picked up the child's body and took it upstairs. When Jean Benet was moved, the crime scene was further contaminated, and critical forensic evidence was disturbed for the returning forensics team. Each of the Ramses provided handwriting, blood, and hair samples to the police. John and Patsy participated in a pre- preliminary interview for more than two hours, and Burke was also interviewed within the first couple weeks following John Benet's death. The autopsy revealed that John Benet had been killed by strangulation and a skull fracture. The official cause of death was asphyxia by strangulation associated with craniocerebral trauma. There was no evidence of conventional rape, although sexual assault could not be ruled out. Although no semen was found, there was evidence that there had been a vaginal injury. At the time of the autopsy, the pathologist recorded that it appeared that her vaginal, vaginal area had been wiped to the cloth. Her death was ruled a homicide. A garret was, that was made of a length from a strip of nylon cord and the broken handle of a paintbrush was tied around John Benet's neck and had apparently been used to strangle her. Part of the bristle end of the paintbrush was found in a lab containing Patsy's art supplies, but the bottom third of it was never found despite extensive searching of the house by the police in subsequent days. The autopsy revealed a vegetable or fruit material which may present pineapple, which John Benet had eaten before her death. Photographs of the home were taken on the day when John Benet's body was found, shown a bowl of pineapple on the kitchen table with a spoon in it. However, neither John nor Patsy said they remember putting the bowl in the kitchen or feeding pineapple to John Benet. Police reported that they found John Benet's nine-year-old brother, Burke, Ramsey fingerprints on the bottle. The Ramseys have always said that Burke slept through the entire night until he was awakened several hours later when the police arrived. In December 2003, the forensic investigators extracted enough material from a mixed blood sample on, found on John Benet's underwear to establish a DNA profile. The DNA belonged to an unknown person and excluded the DNA of each of the Ramses. The DNA was submitted to the FBI's combined DA index system, a database containing more than 1.6 million DNA profiles, but the sample did not match any profile in the database. In October 2016, a report said that a new match forensic analysis, that a new forensic analysis with more sensitive techniques revealed the original DNA contained genetic markers for two individuals other than John Benet. James Caller, who was a lead detector in the DA's case said that there was additional traces of male DNA found on the cord and paintbrush that Boulder District Attorney Marcy Lacey did not mention, and there were six separate DNA samples belonging to unknown individuals that they found by the test. Former FBI profile profiler Candace DeLong, identically having shown up identically in different several different places on multiple surfaces, belongs to the killer. Forensic pathologist Michael Baden said that the that trace amounts of DNA can get on places in clothing from all different non-suspicious means. There is no forensic evidence to show that it was a stranger murder. Boulder police initially almost exclusively focused on pa- John and Patsy, but by October 1997, and over had over 1,600 people of interest people in their index of people of interest for the case. Errors that were made in the initial investigation complicated the, res- the resolution of the investigation in applicable theory. These theories included loss and contamination of evidence, lack of experience and technical staff on the investigation, evidence shared with the Ramses, and delayed informal interviews with the parents. Lou Smith was a detective who came out of retirement in early 1997 to assist the Boulder County District Attorney's Office with the case. In May 1999, he presented his findings to the Boulder Police with other staff members of the DA's office. Concluding that the evidence pointed away from the Ramses, they were unable to successfully challenged the police department's belief that the Ramseys were guilty. The DA's office sought to take control of the investigation. Due to the animosity between the police and the DA's office and the pressure to obtain a conviction, Colorado Governor Roy Romer interceded and named Michael Kane as a special prosecutor to initiate a grand jury. Two of the lead investigators in the case had opposing views. Both Lou Smith and Steve Thomas ultimately resigned, Smith because he believed that the investigation had incompetently overlooked the intruder hypothesis, and Thomas because the DA's office had interfered and failed to support 
support the police investigation of the case. A grand jury was convened beginning September 5, 1998 to convince to consider indicting Ramseys for charges relating to the case. In 1999, the grand jury returned a true bill to charge the Ramseys while placing the child at risk in a way that led to her death and with obstructing an investigation of murder. Based on the probable cause standard applied in such grand jury proceedings, Boulder Police, but Boulder County District Attorney's Office District Attorney Alex Hunter did not prosecute them because he did not believe that he could meet the higher standard of proving guilty beyond a reasonable doubt that is required for a criminal conviction. Marcy Lacey, the next Boulder the next Boulder DA, took over the investigation from the police on December 26, 2002. In April 2003, she agreed with a federal judge who sat on the 2002 Libel case that evidence in the suit is more, more consistent with the theory than an intruder murder. The intruder murdered John Binet than it was with the theory that Mrs. Ram- Ramsey did. On July 9, 2008, the Boulder DA's office announced that as a result of newly developed DNA sampling and testing techniques, the Ramsey's family members were excluded as suspects in the case. Lacey publicly exonerated the Ramsey's. On February 2, 2009, Boulder Police Chief Mark Beckner announced that Stain- Stan Garnett, the new Boulder County's DA, was turning the case over to his agency and that his team would resume investigating it. Garnett found that the statute of limitations for the crimes identified in the 1999 grand jury jury bill had expired and did not pursue pursue review of the case against the Ramseys. October 2010, though Boulder police reopened the cold case, new interviews were conducted following a fresh inquiry by a committee that concluded state and federal investigators. Police were expected to use the latest DNA technology in their investigation. There was no new information gleaned from these interviews. It was reopened in September 2016, but the investigation into John Bonet's death continues to be an active homicide case for Boulder police chief Greg Testa. There are two theories about the death of John Bonet. One, the family member theory. Boulder police initially concentrated almost exclusively upon the parents, John and Patsy Ramsey. According to Greg McCary, a retired profile from the FBI, statistically, it is a 12 to 1 probability that it is a family member or a caregiver who was involved in the homicide of a child. Police saw no evidence of forced entry, but they did, not, they did see evidence of staging of the scene, such as the ransom note, but they did not find the Ramseys cooperative, cooperative in helping them solve the death of their daughter. The Ramseys had said that their reluctance was due to the fear that they would not be a full, a full investigation for intruders and that they would hastily be selected as the key suspects in the case, according to the Daily Camera. One theory is that Patsy struck John Benet in a fit of rage after a bedwetting episode and strangled her to cover up what had happened. After mistakenly thinking that she was already dead, however, Pansy did not have a known history of uncontrolled anger. John Benet's brotherly lady said, We didn't get spanked, nothing of the sort, nothing close, nothing near laying a finger on us, let us let alone killing your child. Theoretically, the strangulation could have been a red herring aspect to conceal other elements of the assault and killing. Burke, who was nine at the time of John Benet's death, was interviewed by investigators at least three times. The first two interviews did not raise any concerns about him. A review by a child psychologist stated that it appeared that the Ramseys had a healthy, caring family relationship. In 1998, Boulder Police Chief Mark Beckner said during an interview with a news reporter that Burke Ramsey was not involved in the killing of a sister. In May 1999, the Boulder County DA's office reiterated that Burke Ramsey was not a suspect. The investigators had never considered him a suspect. The Ramseys offered a $100,000 reward in the newspaper ad dated April 27, 1997, three days later, more than four months after the body of their daughter was found. They submitted for the first time to separate formal interviews of the Boulder, the Boulder County Justice Center. 1999, Colorado Governor Bill Owens spoke out, telling the Ramseys couple to quit hiding behind their attorneys, hiding behind their PR firm. A Colorado grand jury voted in 1999 to indict the parents. The indictment included two 
two counts each of child abuse and said the parents did lawfully, knowingly, recklessly, and feloniously permit a child to be unreasonably placed in a situation that posed a threat of injury to the child's life or health, which resulted in the death of John Benet Ramsey, a child under the age of 16. Among the experts testified in the case were DNA specialist Barry Schneck and forensic expert Henry Lee. On October 13, 1999, Alex Hunter, who was the district attorney at the time, refused to sign the indictment, saying that the evidence was insufficient for prosecution. The public thought that the grand jury's investigation had been inconclusive. In 2002, the statute of limitations on the grand jury charges expired. The grand jury's vote to indict was not publicly reviewed until October 25, 2013, when previously sealed court documents were released. The second theory is the intruder theory. The police and prosecutors follow leads for intruders partly due to an unidentified bootmark left in the basement room where John Benet's body was found. Early persons of interest included neighbor Bill McReynolds, who played Santa Claus, Chris Wolf, a local reporter whose then-girlfriend reported him as a suspect, family housekeeper Linda Hoffman Pug, and a man named Michael Helgoth, who died in apparent suicide after John Benet's death. Hundreds of DNA tests were performed to find a match of the DNA recovered during her autopsy. In a 2000 defamation lawsuit related to the case involving the Ramsey's publicly identifying an early suspect in the case. Alexis Valorin Rich, also known as John Mark Carr, was arrested in Bangkok, Thailand on August 15, 2006, following a false confession to murdering John Benet. A 41-year-old school teacher, Rich, claimed that he had drugged, sexually assaulted, and accidentally killed John Benet. According to CNN, authorities had also said that they did not find any evidence linking Rich to the crime scene. In the confession, Rich had provided only basic facts that were publicly known and failed to provide any additional convincing details. The claim that John Benet was drugged further cast doubt on the confession because the autopsy in- indicated that no drugs were found in her body. Furthermore, Rich's DNA did not match any of the DNA found on John Benet's body. The second theory is the intruder theory. The police and the prosecutors followed leads for intruders partially. Lou Smith, a detective in the case, assessed the evidence and concluded that an intruder had committed the crime. On the night John Benet was killed, there had been two windows that were left slightly open to allow for electrical cords for the outside Christmas lights to pass through, a broken basement window, and one unlocked door. Smith's theory was that someone entered the Ramsey house through the un- for the broken basement window. Critics have questioned this theory because there was also an intact cobweb in the basement window. The steel gate had covered this window also. The steel gate that covered the window also had undisturbed cobwebs, and the foliage around the gate had been undisturbed. There were also cobwebs in the track of various windows, and dust and debris were on some sills. Smith believed that the intruder subdued John Benet using a stun gun and then took her down to the basement. John Benet was killed in a ransom load was left. Smith's theory was supported by former FBI agent John E. Douglas, who had hi- been hired by the Ramsey family, believing that the Ramseys were innocent. Smith resigned from the investigation on September 20th, 1998, five days after the grand jury was con- convened against the Ramseys. Um, there were also, there had been a hundred, more than a hundred burglaries in the Ramseys neighborhood in the month before John Benet's murder. There were 38 registered sex offenders living within a two-mile radius of the Ramsey home. That's basically all I have. I really want to go to lunch. Um,